Welcome on into this game day edition of the 2-3 podcast. I'm Cam, that is Zach. The Clemson Tigers are a very interesting team. They're 19-8 overall. They're 11-5 in the ACC. On paper, that doesn't sound too bad. They are fifth in the ACC, I believe, and they got some big wins this year. And on paper, this just looks like a really, really good team, but... They're coming off a massive loss to Louisville, Zach. They are cold, to say the least, over the past two weeks or so. It has been a rough stretch for for Clemson over the past yeah couple of games. Yeah, this is a team that a few weeks ago, just a few weeks ago, literally, was the team to beat in the ACC. You know, number one, number two, top of the ACC, the team to beat. They lost to BC, and then they've kind of gone down this downward slope ever since, and most recently was that loss to Louisville. Louisville got their second win in the ACC against them, their fourth win on the year against them. Wow. So that is a brutal, brutal day for any team. And, I mean, to give Louisville some credit, they have been playing pretty well. They, they played a close game to, to Virginia recently. So they're you know starting to click a little bit. You know, it seems like all these teams in the ACC are clicking a little bit, just to touch on that real quick. Notre Dame is playing pretty well. They played Virginia very close recently too so the ACC is wild what's new yeah it's a wild wild I was gonna say west but it is technically the east they against Louisville they were outscored 14 to nothing from the bench they didn't have any bench points the entire game they only shot around 17 percent from three they were out rebounded by uh, 37 to 26 pretty wide margin there they Louisville didn't even really like play all that well. They just happened to make their shots and and do their thing, and they seemed to do pretty well. I think they got a pretty big game from L. Ellis, but other than that, they like nothing was like oh they were shooting like sixty percent from three or anything. They just played good basketball, and Clemson just wasn't getting any sort of production from their bench. When you look at Clemson over the past five games, I had kind of alluded to it. They were one in four. They're on a huge skid right now. The biggest thing for me, though, is like they're losing to teams that they should beat Boston College, UNC, and Louisville. They're not playing very well over the past couple of games. And I feel like we got to really take advantage of that. Yeah, they're definitely on a downward trajectory. I don't know what curse Boston College set upon <laughs> them, but. After that BC game, like like we've already said, they, they've just kind of fallen off the map here a little bit. The only win after that BC game was Florida State, which is another struggling team in the ACC. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're down bad. I mean, one thing to note, though, that a lot of these losses are coming on the road because they yep. are a powerhouse at home, 13-1 and one at home. I'm glad that you brought that up because I was about to. Yeah, they are very good at home. They are not very good on the road. That is a pretty big you know, factor there. They've always been a pretty solid team at home. They always get a pretty decent crowd no matter who they're playing. I think the interesting thing is when you look at this team, they're still top five in nearly every category. They're still a very dangerous team, but I mean, people are saying that this loss to Louisville is really kind of taking them out of the consideration for tourney time. The last five games, they've basically they've been below average in nearly every category. So I find it interesting that when you look at them, I was looking through and I'm like, well, maybe they aren't shooting well these these past couple of games. Maybe they aren't rebounding well. 
it's not even that. They're not really poor in any category. They're just finding ways to lose, I guess. Cold teams always find ways to lose. Yeah, that that is true. It's just when when things are going wrong and you, you after you kind of lose at that big game, especially against Louis. I mean, one thing you do know, Florida State, they beat by 40 points. So it yeah. seemed like they were getting back on track with that game. And then they lost to Louisville. So I, I don't know what happened there. But yeah, I, I really don't know. It, it seems like you could kind of get anything from this team. Because, you know, then the game before that, they lost by 20 to, to North Carolina. They lost close to, to Miami. So it, I don't know. They, they've kind of been all, all over the place through these last stretch here. And I don't really know what we're going to get from this team. But I am, I don't know. One thing to focus on is that any good team, any team that, that has a good record is good at home. And this team is good at home. Their only loss comes against Miami. So that has me worried. Yeah, they've beaten teams like Duke and NC State at home. The The trouble is, is that teams that are in this sort of skid are looking to reset come tourney time. They're looking to get solid wins against teams that are maybe on the same level as them, maybe a tiny bit worse than them. And they're looking to really like kick them out, really, really destroy them. So that way they can get their name back into tourney consideration. And I feel like we're kind of in that position right now where they're coming off this really rough loss. They're coming off a pretty tough skid and we're going to be playing them at home. It's just a recipe for disaster it doesn't look good. That's why I'm kind of hesitant when I say that they are not a good team right now. I still think that they're very, very dangerous. So this is a lot to consider for them, and I'm worried that uh, you know they're going to come out swinging because they're they're going to have their name out there and they're going to be under the spotlight. Yeah, and they have the personnel to 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 really scare you. Just like Cuse, Clemson has a big three. You know they have Hunter Tyson. PJ Hall, two names I'm sure if you know anything about the ACC, those those rings, those names ring a bell. And then Chase Hunter, these three guys are going to lead the way for this team. And it's it's just like you, the, the big three to watch out for. Yeah, I'm looking at the uh, stats for all of these guys. They're averaging, all of them are averaging above 14 points a game. Definitely their big three. I'm, I'm wondering if uh, if you shut down one of them, how reliant they are on the other two, which could be good, could be bad. It could be good in the sense that you know who you're going to be focusing on. could be bad in the sense that they're really going to take over after that if one of them isn't really having anything going. But looking at the stats of all of them, Zach, these are some good numbers that these guys are putting up. Yeah, Tyson and Hall have consistently led the team in scoring all year long. They can both shoot the three. Tyson's 41 from three. Hall's 40%. Tyson is ultimately their, t- their top three-point shooter. These guys are just both super strong and physical. And ultimately, I just don't know if we'll have the answer for them. I mean, these guys are both strong and physical. And it's, it's one of them is enough, but two of them in combination. They have great chemistry. They work well together. And it's just going to be a big, big question leading into this game is, do we have the answer for them? What is with these centers being able to shoot 40% from three? I get the forward shooting like over 40%, but like having a center be able to shoot that well is such a new thing. I feel like you've never been like, you've never seen that. I don't think that we've ever had anybody as far as I can remember on our team that's been able to shoot that well that plays center. It's just, it's insane to see this. Like 
in the ACC, this is just the evolution of basketball and this is just the way that everything is going. But you're seeing these like these huge guys be able to shoot really well and it makes them so lethal and, and great assets to have in the NBA. I'm not sure what his shooting percentage was, but Tyler Lydon shot pretty well from the three, so I do want to give him a little shout out there. He's the only recent, I mean, obviously, Jesse Edwards is a hard reset from three, so like that let's not true. overlook that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you're right. That's I mean, true. this this stretch five and stretch four shooting from the three, it's something we haven't seen very much this year, and, you know, Tyson and Hall are, you know, these guys leading three-point shooters. And obviously after this matchup against Duke, where Duke had a career night, unfortunately, several teams have had career three-point shooting nights against Cuse. So I'm worried about guarding the three-point line. And beyond that with these guys is guarding the paint. These guys get into the paint, you know, Chase Hunter, their main point guard, you know, he's good at finding these guys, lobbing to Hall and Tyson. So whether you're looking inside or outside, these guys have it covered and it's going to be a lot to handle. So I, I feel like the past couple of contests before Duke, our answer to these big forwards has been Malik Brown because he's been sort of under the radar. I think teams are probably picking up on him now. How worried are you that Malik isn't going to be as effective when teams start to kind of focus on him? I mean, it's not just Malik. It's just it's just the forwards and, and Jesse in general, and, and how the team attacks attacks the, the the zone. And whenever you have a guy, you know, the ball goes high post in that you know painted area, top of the free throw, and then you have, you know, you know your center kind of hovering around the baseline. It's just an easy pop as soon as Jesse comes, a little lob, a little pass, and then your center just gets you know alley oops all day and. That's kind of been the recipe for some of these teams to, for an easy, easy dunks, easy points, and it's hard to guard, especially once once they get the ball in there and you know the zone collapses a little bit. It's just kind of game over, and ultimately that's just the the, the zone crusher. And I think this is, is a team that that's going to be able to do that on us. And you know, if we're able to you know rotate efficiently and quickly, what we'll hopefully be able to have a chance there. But it's going to be tough. I do feel like every preview is kind of like doomsday. It's like, I don't know if we're going to have an answer for this. I don't know if we're going to have an answer for that. But it is an actual worry where you don't know what kind of team we're going to bring to the table. Are we going to bring a team that's going to be physical? Is Benny going to come out? Is he going to be the athletic kid that we know he's going to be? Is Malik going to be under the radar still? You just don't know right now. And I feel like at this point of the year, you should know a little bit more about your team. But at the same time, we've been having stretches where we're playing really good defense. We've had stretches where we're playing terrible defense. So it could be any team that we get right now. I think that the biggest thing is it always has been this year. It's just going to be how well we do under the boards like you had alluded to, but that's definitely going to be the secret in this one. Apart from that, Zach, who are you looking for to have a good game in this one? I think I just got to bounce back to Jesse Edwards. You know, he had a three game stretch before Duke, where he was playing great, kind of have a dud game against Duke. And we'd love to see him get back on track, especially against, you know, a big matchup against PJ Hall, see what he can do against, you know, another good center in the league and see if he can get back back on track. I'd love to see Jesse go off. This win would not necessarily look good on paper, but like Zach said, they're 13-1 and one at home. This could be a huge win 
for the boys. I would love to see it. It would give me a lot more confidence going into Pitt, too. I think that that's probably the most important thing for this team is having that confidence going into the Pitt game because that's that's going to be a really tough matchup. And I hope that we are able to get some form of momentum heading into that game because as far as like the, the next couple of games go, Zach, I'm really, really worried about that one. Yeah, I mean, while we haven't had, you know, the biggest wins on the road, we we have been decent on the road. We're 5 and 4 on the road. You know, none of those wins come come against, you know, top teams, but Clemson is up there in the ACC. I think this is this is a big opportunity. Obviously, Pitt is even a bigger opportunity in a bigger win on the road. So, I think, you know, we we have uh, you know, a decent record on the road and hopefully we're able to um get the job done. So, later tonight, 7 o'clock on the ACC Network at Clemson at Little John Coliseum. Make sure you catch it. I We, we really need to bounce back from the, the Duke game. So please beat Clemson. And the next time that you will hear from us is recapping this game. Until we talk to you then, we will talk to you soon. Let's go Cuse. Let's go Cuse.